Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Um, Yeah, he was talking to us and, um, you know, basically was... You know, how bad do we want to, you know, be a good team? How bad do we want to win? Uh, are we willing to sacrifice and do little things? Uh, I guess, like I said earlier, just getting back on defense is something we got, we all can't can control. Um, turn the ball over, we can control that. Like we can control these things that that um, you know we were doing tonight, and um, you know. There's no excuses. We just got to get, get, you know, to watch and film, get back to work, and luckily we have another game tomorrow. So, It's Mike Conley talking about the message from Quinn Snyder as the Jazz down 40 at halftime in Toronto. They lose 130 to 110. BK, they've now given up 120 points or more in four of their last five games. They were the best defensive team in the league. Now they're 11th. And you don't need any of that. The eyeball test in the first half of that game told you they weren't even close to good enough. So what changed? Their ability to, well, not ability. I would say willingness, want to, the urgency to defend. So you got to work at it. Yeah. Maybe they thought they'd gotten to a good place and it was going to be easy. It's not that easy. Okay. Then mistakes seem to multiply. Do one bad thing. Compound. Yes. Well done. Jazz 20 games in now, 12 and 8, which I did think was a 55-win pace and still do, but it does look like there's a tier of teams breaking away above them if they don't get this together. And they got Philly to wrap up the road trip, and then they got the Lakers, one of those teams that's now five games in front of them. Yes. They're coming in on Wednesday. And I'm going to kick in the shin the first person who says, well, it's the first game back. It feels like a road game. <laughs> okay, great. Win anyway. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. The Lakers are human. Just barely. They actually got beat. They fall to 17-3. and And it's Dallas that took them down. There's a team that we weren't thinking could be on a tier above the Jazz, but quarter of the way through the season there. The Mavericks 13-6, and six, looking rock solid given the Lakers their third loss. Well, there's a couple things there. Don's is just better than anybody that the Jazz have. And the Lakers had played a slew, I think, 10 games in a row of teams under 500, and now the December schedule gets a little more difficult, so we'll get a better read on where they are. And right off the bat, they play a team that's over 500 by, what, seven games, and then they lose. Doncic had 21 of his 27 points in the second half of that win. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard making it look easy as the Clippers shred the Wizards. 150 points? It's a lot of points. Well, the ball's juiced this year, so (laughs) we're seeing uh, better offensive numbers. Clippers improved to 15-6 on the year, and if you think it's going to be Clippers and Lakers... At the top of the Western Conference race, it's hard to argue with it right now. Clippers have not really had their guys together very long, and yet there they are, third in the West, just two and a half games behind the Lakers. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Seems like an age ago now, but the 
perfect start for the Utah State Aggies is over. 15th-ranked Aggies lost to St. Mary's Friday night, 81-73. A game that seemed closer than the score indicated, PK. That was a one- or two-possession game most of the night. I agree. Aggies dropped to 7-1 on the year. The Utes picked up a win over UC Davis. BYU blew out Montana Tech. And now we can all look forward to the Utes and the Cougars Wednesday night at the Huntsman Center. Yoli Childs will be back, and maybe we can get a read on both these teams. Yeah, poor scheduling. Tonight the Lakers play the Jazz here. So I'm going to have to stay. I wanted to go to either, but I obviously can't go to both, and I want to watch both. So I'll have to be flicking back and forth. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah. Well, I'm enjoying it, but I'm already thinking about the next one and, and what we got to do. But, but uh, yeah, that's some. I think that's a, a common problem for coaches. And as they look back and reflect, you know, when their career's over or later in their career, they, they probably will all admit they didn't enjoy it enough, didn't enjoy the ride enough. So I try, but it's hard. It's hard because you're always worried about the next thing. Well, it's a short week, so I get that, but 11-1 and one doesn't come around very often, PK. An eight-game winning streak in conference doesn't come around very often, but it's high-stakes Friday night, massive reward sitting out there, so I get why he's on to the next one, but what a sweet ride. That was my question, and I forgot to use the word enjoy, so he didn't understand the question at the start. I understand it was, uh, it was played on ESPN, my voice. I made the big time, and... I forgot the word enjoy into the question, so he wasn't sure what I meant, so I had to elaborate, and then he got it and answered it as such, and that's true. Yeah, you'll hear, you'll hear coaches say a million times over that the lows are lower than the highs are high, and, uh, and I could speak from personal experience having discussions with him when the seasons were five and seven, how difficult it was and how personal he took it and how it affected his life. So yeah, this is this. I tweeted this out after the game uh, Saturday night. No matter what happens from here on out, this is a season I believe for the ages. I've been following this conference for 40 years, and very rarely, if any, can I remember the uh, literal dominance that this team has had from, except for one game, which they only lost by seven points. So it was not that big of a deal as far as I'm concerned. And every other game, and I believe the Washington game falls almost in that category, not completely, but all the other games certainly do, where they have just dominated, man, and it has been just a one-sided affair the whole way. This is an incredible season, and there's still games to go, at least two, maybe three, maybe four. I don't know if it's going to be that much, but and I don't, I don't care, because it's two different things. It's the regular season in college, and then it's the postseason, and so what happens next won't take away, in my mind, from this complete and total dominating season that they've had. Number to remember is 29. In eight straight wins, the Utes' average margin of victory, 29. They were 28-point favorite against Colorado, and they covered. Just blowing another team off the field. Yeah. So it's Oregon Friday night, and if it's a big game, who will be there, PK? You? You! Me? You've yelled that a well, million God times. Willing. I mean, I can't predict the future. I'm, nah. not, I'm not a prophet. It, it's all in his hands. I hope you make it to Friday. DJ and PK. Hashtag BYU. Second down. Baker throws right on cue. Touchdown, San Diego State to Bellinger. Corey Chavis calls that perfectly. Daniel Bellinger, touchdown, Aztecs. That's the only touchdown of the game. BYU's five-game win streak ends with a 13-3 loss. That game was even more defensive than I thought, and I thought it was going to be really defensive. 
The missed field goal certainly kept the score down. Well, but you're a fan, so you thought the Aztecs were going to lose. Or you set yourself up for that so you wouldn't be hurt. I said first one to 20 to win the game, and nobody got to 14. At your age, being hurt by a athletic event is really startling. But nevertheless, that's what we have. Well, Rocky Long is old school. He's old school to the point where I'm sure that he watches black and white television at home. <laughs> He's got a transistor radio. He has a rotary dial. Phone. I mean, this and guy it's hasn't on the changed wall. in 100 years. So that's the way they play. It was a bitter disappointment for the Cougars but not to be able to move the ball. Zach Wilson, I would have pulled him. I mean, you got a little bit of a history here with Baylor Romney. And they said he was ready to go, right, as far as I know. And you didn't need much. He was available much. to play. Yeah. You didn't so was need, Jaron Hall. You didn't need much when you were going to pull him third quarter? At any point where it was obvious that he wasn't getting the job done. And so that's – I'm surprised they didn't because that, that was the worst game that he played. I've been a big defender of him and a proponent of him, but I can't really go. And it's not to say that he was the lone person responsible for the loss. That's ridiculous. It's more about – it's not so much about Zach Wilson. It's just that Baylor Romney has played well in the times that he's played. And so you needed a spark. I thought – and I think coaches are probably listening. I thought that they blew it on that one, that uh, they would uh, give the other kid – because the other kid, it shows up. If it had been where – uh, like at Utah, where the backup really hadn't shown Jack. You, know, you know what you have. Right. Whereas so, you got a better sample size at BYU. Yeah. So. Couldn't generate any run game whatsoever. No running back had 30 yards. As a team, they had less than 80 yards. And that's bad that, you know, they lost two running backs now. They've been battered by injuries to season-ending uh, knee uh, surgeries, right? And both those kids show, had shown a little bit. To where they thought, okay, they could be something, and then they both go down after not playing that long, and that sucks for them. And they couldn't obviously they couldn't overcome it. Bitter, bitter defeat though. Seven and five now going to the Hawaii Bowl. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah State. Aggies close their season out with a win. It wasn't their most impressive or their most dominant. But it was a win. They end up winning in New Mexico 38-25. Took a little while to get it going, but then they uh, opened the game up as New Mexico made a couple of massive blunders in the last two turnovers in the last 90 seconds before halftime, and Utah State turned both the short fields into touchdowns and blew that game wide open. 38-25. The Aggies now also 7-5, waiting for their bold destination next week. I guess all that's still, there's no way that'll get worked out early because they don't know what... If Boise State's going to get into a New Year's Six game. So that'll have, that'll have to wait. Sunday. Yeah, that'll have to wait to Sunday to figure that there out. There wasn't a uh, Alamo Bowl representative at Rice-Eccles Saturday night. Was the Rose Bowl there? Oh, you don't have to be because they'll be more of a uh, – there won't be any choice there. What you're hinting at there is that that might signify that the Alamo already knows that – if the Utes don't go Rose, they're not going to be available for the Alamo. They could be Cotton. They could still be a New Year's Six team. I don't see any difference between those two myself. Uh, I, I would rather go Alamo and place a better opponent. Uh, but the point that I was going to make is the Alamo Bowl lady, she's very attractive. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Justin Tucker for the winner from 49 yards. Snap is good. Kick on the way. It is long enough. And the kick is 
Good! The time has come off the clock. The haze in the barn. And the Ravens take down the 49ers. Watson on the gun with Duke Johnson to his right. Deshaun hands off to Johnson. Now to hop right side who flips the ball to Watson. Diving for the pylon. And he's got it. Razzle dazzle. Touchdown, Houston. Change at the top, PK. The Patriots lose. Before that, you heard the Ravens beat the Niners as time runs out. That game was played in a driving rainstorm. And now the Ravens, 10-2, tied for the best record in the NFL. And in the AFC, they got the tiebreaker over the Patriots. Serious Super Bowl contender right there, and they won a different way. It wasn't Lamar Jackson running around, making big plays. He had to grind a little bit. He ran for a touchdown. He got a huge fourth down conversion on a quarterback sneak. Didn't make the big mistake that Garoppolo made turning the ball over on a fumble in the bad weather. Ravens 10-2, Patriots 10-2, and, and the Saints and the Niners also 10-2. And, and Seattle could join that group tonight if they beat Minnesota. So plenty of teams all bunched up at the top of the NFL. Yeah, this is unlike college, though. The success of their season with those teams will be determined in the postseason. And it'll be sorted out probably head-to-head. Only to one degree or another. The Chiefs aren't quite in that group. They have uh, they had not won back-to-back games since September, but they did it blowing out the Raiders 40-9. So they're leading their division, but they're a step back at 8-4. and four. As is Houston, who looked good beating New England. And you got to wonder about the Patriots' offense because they just go through long dry spells. It's really been a solid month of that. Tom Brady was not happy on the sidelines. No. Couple of shockers. Miami beat Philadelphia. The NFC East Cowboys are six and six, and they lead the division despite that beating they took from Buffalo on Thanksgiving. As the Eagles lose to Miami, and Miami runs a cool-looking trick play, and the punter throws to the kicker. It looked like that weird duck formation the Utes used to run a gate. couple days ago. Yeah. The swinging gate. That's what it's called. Yeah, I was weird looking, but and Cincinnati won't go over. They broke through and beat the Jets. So. Tonight, while the Jazz are playing tonight, we've also got the uh, Vikings and the Seahawks. So the Jazz game will be on 97.5, the zone. And we're not going to have Monday Night Football tonight? No Monday Night Football tonight. we got the Salt Lake City Stars in action. Grand Rapids Drive, I believe, in town. All right, that's going to be on 12.80, the zone at 7 o'clock. The Jazz game starts at 5. And, of course, Monday Night Football will be on ESPN at 6.15, but not on the zone tonight. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing, receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, more on the Utes and the Pac-12 title game. Frank Dolce will be here in our next segment. Yogi Roth, Pac-12 Network Analyst at 8.30. Oh, Yogi, man, I bet you he's just going to hammer the Pac-12. Oh, this is perfect for him, actually. He's got the, the two best teams in the Pac-12. He doesn't have to talk about anything else. 21 wins between them. Uh, yeah, but it's not about that. It's about the Utes getting to the playoff. Yogi's coming up at 8.30. Frank Dolce will be here next on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.